Hello. I hope you're having a wonderful day. Okay, I've been having this thought because I wanted to express and to share because that's something I read and I learned from reading, finally reading Brene Brown's work, The Power of Vulner- the Power of Vulnerability, and I've been listening to a lot of different podcasts and things that implement her work on being vulnerable and expressive. I am driving in my car right now because I only have random moments where I want to be creative and create content for my podcast. Because, side note, I tried to create a calendar and be consistent, but then I realized I always eventually don't want to do it. So whenever I have the urge to do something where I want to express to someone else, I'm going to start implementing that. Because that's also part of being vulnerable is being willing to put out stuff that may not be what I'm known for. Like, that's not my brand or persona. Sometimes it's being a bit... It's embarrassing to be vulnerable and expressive. And that's what she talks about. And it's very hard to implement. And I'm trying to implement. I love the fact that I have these digital boundaries. I'm able to know what I want and don't want. That's something I advocate for. Because that's what it means to be a confident, self-assured person. A woman who's able to know what she wants and willing to say that. And also know when I don't want something. That I'm willing to step away and not feel as if I have FOMO. That I'm missing out on something. Just because I'm putting myself first. That goes. I am a big anime nerd. I have watched anime since I was a kid. And because next Monday, June 29th, is the final episode for the reboot of the 2019 versions of Fruits Basket. Because I have watched Fruits Basket ever since I was in middle school. I watched it when it first came out right like early 2000s it was like 2003 when I first or like the couple years after it originally came out I watched all the episodes and it's so adorable it's a fantasy romance soldier type of anime and they redid it and if if anyone's ever talked to me in person I'll always advocate for that show because it teaches you yes it's cute little fantasy about zodiac signs but it really does give you an example about generational curses trauma, emotional and physical abuse, uh, abandonment, loneliness, and what it means to forgive someone, what it means to people please. Like the main character, Toru, she's literally doing something for everybody else. She does everything to the point that it's sacrificial. She does things until she burnt out. She spends all her money to give gifts to everyone else, even though she can't pay for her own school trip. Like, that's the whole point of the whole show, and it's so good, and it's coming to an end. It's the final season, and it's the final episode next Monday. And I was thinking about the show because I go on fandoms, I go on my Tumblr. I still have Tumblr just to geek out about stuff that I watch because I know nowhere else in this whole planet I can express how excited I get. Okay. But all of this is setting up for being vulnerable, being expressive, and being confident enough to put this out on my podcast because I've tried to do this before, and I always chicken out. So I'm determined to do this. If this recording is okay, I'm sorry I'm talking really fast because I'm still, I I stutter when I get really nervous about something because it really excites me, but it makes me nervous. But in relation to being vulnerable and being the nice girl who does everything for everyone else, which is what the main character, Toru, does. And it popped up in my head when I was thinking over the show. No one ever shames Toru for being sacrificial. Like, they say, hey, you don't have to do this. They never make her feel bad for being nice. 
because that's what my podcast is about. It's about nice girl finish last. It's learning to put ourselves first, learning to overcome people pleasing, learning to overcome doing things not for because we want to, but because it's trying to make other people love us and like us and to be around us. Because it may be a fear of failure, imposter syndrome, the fear of abandonment and loneliness. And we just want people around us who can just love us for us. And Toru, the whole show is she does things to the point that it causes her to get sick, to burn out. Like she doesn't say what she wants. And it dawned on me that none of the other characters ever make her feel bad for that, though. They never shame her that she's nice, that, hey, you don't have to do that. They say, hey, you can speak up. Hopefully I'm articulating myself well, but it's not the fact that she's nice is a problem. It's the fact that she has people around her who are willing to put up boundaries on her behalf. Like, they all love her because they just love her company. They love how she's nice and giving, and they don't make her feel bad about that. It's the fact that the other characters are willing to say, hey, you know what, I see that you're tired, Toru, so I'm going to help out. I'm going to do the prep work for breakfast in the morning. Because at the end of the day, she still loves to do things for other people. That doesn't, it doesn't mean that she's a bad person because she likes to do things for other people. That she's a more giving person. But there's nothing wrong with also saying that she doesn't want to do something at one point. That she just wants to take a break. Because she knows that other people around her are willing to put up boundaries for her best, um, what is the word I'm thinking of? For her best, um, for her needs. And that's something that I believe in because I always thought and sometimes in my episodes it's about the individual. What can we do to be the best person? How can we get the best relationships? How can we put up the boundaries and standards? But it's also how other people deal with us, too. It's not just us. It's not just me and you having to put up all these boundaries and to know what we want and to have the standards and look for the red flags in all of our relationships, whether it's dating and family and friends. It's also, what are people willing to do on our best effort? What are, what are people doing for our benefit? Is someone else going to be saying, hey, you don't have to do that. You know what? I see that you're tired, so I'm going to help you. Or you know what? I haven't heard from you in a while. Let me reach out to them and see how they're doing. Who's doing that for us? And it all came up for me when I was watching Fruit Basket and I was binge listening and reading Different people react to the show, and I go on Tumblr to look at people in the tags to see what they're talking about, and they mention that, that it's not the fact that Toru's nice, it's the fact that other people are also willing to put up boundaries for her to be who she is, that they love the fact that she's nice, and they're willing to put up boundaries and to support her so that she doesn't overextend herself, that she doesn't overwork herself. That they're willing to notice when she needs a break. And they're willing to say, hey, you may not tell yourself to stop. You may forget to put up the boundary. But I'm going to do it because I love you. And I care for you. For no other reason except that I just love your company and your presence. And I hope I articulated myself well. That you understand where I'm coming from. Because I'm super excited about this show ending. I literally cry almost every episode. I'm already ready to rewatch the entire series because it's so good. It's so good. It's so, so good. And I just love anime. And I also love love. I love 
being the soft, cozy person that I am. And I wanted to express that. And I'm still so nervous to express this version of myself. But I'm determined to put this up. And if you are listening to this and I did put it up, please send me a message of something that you like if you're comfortable. If not, that's okay. Maybe just share your favorite show. That's my question. Just what is your favorite show (laughs) that you love that you get really excited about? I would love to hear about it because I won't feel so lonely in this moment. (laughs) Because if you meet me in person, I love talking about shows and anime and podcasts. But I never just, oh, oh, I'm so sorry about the Adam's choke. I don't openly express it because I feel so embarrassed that I get so excited that I'm right now I'm grinning this entire time talking about this anime. And that is what I want to share, that being vulnerable is very hard. I'm still struggling with that. That, yes, I now know what healthy relationships are, but that also requires me to be vulnerable to let other people see me be my nerdy, geeky, sensitive self. (laughs) I have to be willing to express that, too. So those are my two options that I would like to give you. Being vulnerable, it is scary, but it's worth it because by doing this, hopefully I would have someone else to talk to about nerd anime stuff because I still watch them. I have like a whole watch list. Um, And two, it's not just what we can do as the nice girl or whoever listens to this, the nice person. It's not just the fact that we have to put up all these boundaries and look out for who's right and who's healthy, who's not. It's also other people looking out for us, who is also looking out for our best good, who also wants to protect us. Relationships are between ourselves and other people, and it's vice versa. It goes both ways. It's also how other people want to protect us and not protect us. It doesn't always have to be on our shoulders to deal with those relationship responsibilities. It's with everybody involved to have a healthy relationship, whether it's romantic, family, and friends. Thank you. Thank you so much. I love you. Be polite, not a pushover. I'm so nervous.